0: church that i go to is is the river i go there to wash everything away i wish you were there (laughs) drinking rum crying your little eyes (laughs) out this fly that my uncle jimmy and my grandpa perfected they found it they found the materials to tie it in the back of a taxi down in andro's they just tell you bring gotchas don't bring anything else when i was out there on the water with people i was I can feel the energy of other Definitely. people and I care about it. I think that's one of the most crucial parts of fly fishing that often gets overlooked. You know, we're jet lagged, lack of sleep, we're half drunk. Holding on to your nuts with one hand, you're holding on to the boat with the other hand. Shitting in tall cotton, dude. Man, this is what's going on in the world right now. You know, you're on a boat fishing down a beautiful river. Be deliberate with everything that you do with yeah. fly fishing. Yeah well what do you do on your days off i'm like i'm on this boat i'm rowing people down the river trying to figure out what's fishing but i love it i wouldn't change it for anything i wouldn't trade it man it's awesome okay we are live in action turn this up a little bit all right Um, it's been a while since I've done a podcast, and, uh, you know, I think it was actually May, last May, May of 2020, it's the last podcast I did. Um, I've just been kind of taking a break from podcasting and social media just for a little bit, uh, just to kind of get my head straight, I guess. I don't, I'm not really sure. Um, just, uh, just need to stay away for a moment. Um, but today, I want to talk about um, forecast for 2021 coming into the season here um, and the fishing season, just what it's looking like just for anyone wanting to book a trip, uh, anyone coming out to fish, anything like that. Um, it's I've, I've kind of developed this forecast just to let everybody know what's going to be happening and what water levels are looking like and, um, how I'm planning my season, I guess a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll get into that here in a second as for, uh, you know, not doing a podcast for a while, uh, may, uh, like I said, um, a lot of stuff happened over the summer, you know, and it was a good fishing season and, turned out well. Uh, even with COVID going on, it, it still turned out great, which is awesome. Um, it was it was a great season, busy season, had a lot of fun, got to do a lot of fishing. Um, and that, that was nice to be able to get out and do some fishing for myself. And um, just, it was just a lot, good relaxed time out there this year, which was nice. Um, and yeah, I got to guide in some new places. I'm uh, not going to talk too much about that uh spot right now um but got it a really cool place this year and had a lot of fun and learned a lot um and yeah now we're coming into february here and um we're getting some snow in gunnison right now which is great we're forecasted for some good snow coming up here next couple days and that'll kind of help our snowpack and help what's going to be going on this summer um Right now, um, we can get into the forecast a little bit, but right now, um, Gunnison, Colorado or Gunnison County is sitting below average um, for our snowpack. And so that can definitely affect our fishing season and what we're going to do and how we're going to approach this fishing season and how it, people are going to book trips. Uh, this is a big one for booking trips and how, how you should plan that for if you're coming to Gunnison to fish. Um, obviously, you know, tons of tourists come through Gunnison and there's, there's a lot of people who get out and fish. Uh, this is more kind of aimed towards the people who are coming to Gunnison just to fish, especially front Rangers. Um, people who are doing day trips out here or just a couple day trips from the front range, or, um, they're just coming here for fishing in general. Um, so this is, I have this posted on my website as well, but, I wanted to do it as a podcast, too. So I'll talk about this a little bit and how we're sitting um, as far as what I'm planning on um, and what people should plan on as well. So, again, we're sitting below average of snowpack, and this could change, you know, come— um, April or March, April, May, this could definitely change. We've been known in the past to get large storms, um, in April and May, late spring, um, where it dumps a lot of snow and it helps our snowpack, helps our rivers, helps our water levels. So we're hoping for that. Um, but at, this is a forecast as of now, again, this is up on my website, uh, theguidedtrip.com. Um, you can just go to forecasts and it's it's up there. And this is gonna be changed, you know, throughout the season and throughout the next couple of months, uh, depending on how much snow we get. But as for now, you know, coming in to the March and April months, these are gonna be some of our best months for fishing. Um, I would say at least, um, you know, for early spring, especially if you're making a day trip up from the front range, um, or if you live close by, um, this is, this is going to be a great time of year to fish. You know, March and April can be excellent times. Um, there's not too much for crowds out on the water. Um, the water is usually fairly clear until later in April where we start warming up a little bit and that snow starts to melt and the rivers come up just a little muddy. So um, just beware of that. You know, later in the month, that can happen. Um, but March and April provide great nymphing op- opportunities focusing on deep runs, uh, prominent shelves. We'll see some good betas and midge hatches later in the day that can provide some pretty fun dry fly fishing, especially in the month of April. Um, I, I believe I posted a video last spring of that, um, some good betas action and consistently rising fish for that, um, month of April. Um, Obviously, you know, I push the float fishing. It's kind of the most productive way to fish, especially the the water is gonna be great that time of year. Um, we should have good flows coming down, so the float fishing should be should be pretty fun. Um, obviously, you know, walk weight in is, is an option too. Um, for me, booking guiding trips, uh, I like to do the floats. They're just a lot more fun for me. Um, but I would say, you know, coming into April, March obviously can be a little bit cold, but nymphing opportunities are still there and can still be a lot of fun. Um, but coming into April is when we're going to start seeing more fish activity, more bug activity. So I would say earlier in the month of April is better. You know, it kind of depends. Um, but again, as we progress later into April, we start seeing higher water, dirtier water, and the fishing gets a little bit tougher. Occasionally, we have those cold nights, and that fishing can get good again. But we're kind of right on the cusp of where when runoff is going to happen. So that's why that water comes up, gets a little bit dirtier. Um but as for March and April, um I would say those are going to be great months to be out here fishing, especially like I said, no crowds. Um we're we're uh, we're planning, at least I'm planning on it being a busy year out here in Gunnison and a busy summer. uh, A lot of people have been stuck inside and a lot of people want to travel. So I'm expecting it to be one of the busiest summers we've seen in a long time. Um, So just keep that in mind, especially as I progress through this forecast about what's going to be happening. Um, But there's an abundance of fish to be caught through March and April and just a lack of anglers, which is awesome. Um, Hopefully by doing this forecast, it's not going to bump those numbers up but who knows i mean even last year in april we saw a lot of fishermen just because people were bored people were out fishing um people didn't have jobs they were trying to get out and do something so um that's kind of what i'm planning on for march and april you know um just good fishing lack of crowds man um and you know even not only here in the gunnison valley but i mean even the arkansas valley it's great fishing over there too um so this kind of just a high Rockies, I guess, uh, forecast, at least for this area or Southwest Colorado, um, coming into May, you know, obviously we're going to have some dirtier water and some runoff. If this below average snowpack continues, then we're going to have a pretty fast runoff, pretty quick runoff. Um, and so we might be able to fish, start fishing, you know, maybe that second, third week of May, um, and that could really, really be productive. And again, not a lot of crowds, Not the summer crowds haven't shown up yet. They're not here usually until July, August. Um, So if you're a diehard and you wanna make a day trip and get out here, late May can be a great option, especially if this low snowpack continues. Um, You know, if we do have that high water and that muddy water, there's still opportunities, there's still places to go and still um, fish to be had. It's just a little bit tougher. Um, but I would focus on if you are planning on coming up for the month of May, um, you can always give me a call, shoot me an email. We can talk about it, see what the water is looking like. Um, but this is definitely going to be a different year. And so fishing can pick up that third week. Like I said, maybe even second week, we'll see what happens. Um, but we we do have a lot of bugs that month of May as well. We have a very large caddis hatch that happens um, in the month of May and usually not many people know about it because it is high water and muddy water. So that's something to think about there that late May could be a great option for some good dry fly fishing. I was kind of going back through some videos and some photos of last year with a average snowpack. And we were out there, I think by May 21st to all the way up to like June 8th or 9th, um, we were still fishing this caddis hatch pretty heavily and it fished very well. Fish were consistently coming up and eating. um, So that's a great option as that water level drops and it gets a little bit clearer. Those bugs could be out and about. Again, you know, weather can be finicky. As everybody knows this time of year in the spring that uh, we might see, some winter storms still showing up, uh, that time of year, but, uh, it, you know, it could be worth it as well. Uh, if you, again, if you're on the front range or if you're close by, if you're not far, check weather, um, and see kind of what's going on. You, again, you can always contact me and we can talk about what we're seeing in the future and where, where we want to head and how to book a trip that way. Um, but uh, this is an excellent option to get after some early season dry fly fishing. That's for sure. Um, so don't leave May out of the question, especially this year, low snowpack. I know I keep saying it, but right as of right now, this is a low snowpack year. Um, and so we, we might have some great fishing come May. Um, uh, so keep that in mind. Um, as we progress through May and into June, uh, I tell people all the time, I've talked about it on a podcast quite often, but June is one of my favorite months to fish. Um, And no matter the snowpack conditions, June is usually an excellent month to be out on the Gunnison river or any river for that matter around Colorado. Um, Once that runoff, you know, if we, if we have a high water year, then usually it's that second, third week of June can be excellent this year. Again, looking back through photos and and videos, um, we had some really great fishing come early June into mid June And we started to see drakes coming off, you know, nice, good hatches of drakes, still good caddis hatches, great PMD hatches. And so June is an excellent month. Again, you know, any type of snowpack June can be an excellent month. Same thing, you know, us guys are starting to get out. It's starting to get warmer. And so all of us are getting itch and we're getting our boats ready and we're fishing a bunch. and We're figuring it out. Um, but this can be an excellent opportunity to get out on the water when nobody's out here. I, most people aren't going to show up until July. We'll see with this year. Um, but everyone's waiting for that nice weather. And, you know, I tell clients all the time, I go, look, if you want to catch the big fish, if you want to catch most of the fish, you know, I would come in June, uh, that second, third week, depending, uh, on our runoff. But again, with a low snowpack could be earlier this year, lots of good dry fly action, great hopper dropper action. If you want, we can break out the nymph rods in those deep runs, but for the most part, um, the dry fly action and hopper dropper action is nonstop. Uh, last year client ended up catching a 26 inch rainbow on a hopper dropper, which is an excellent fish kind of start the year off, right. You know, with a big rainbow, big fish in the net. Um, that is put po- that picture is posted. I've posted that a couple times, but, um, excellent fish for that time of year, but these are, you know, June is, is kind of our days where we want to fish all day. Um, we want to be out there from eight to 9 AM till, you know, five to 7 PM at night. Um, these days to, you know, eat a heavy breakfast and we might even fish through lunch just for a moment and kind of fish the hatch, especially if drakes and caddis are coming off heavily, you know, around 11 to one ish. Um, and then we'll break for lunch and, you know, do our thing, Um, but we usually see good hatches in the evenings as well, and the fishing really, you know, we don't see too many lulls throughout the day, which is nice. June is a great month to be out, Um, and, you know, again, I tell clients every year, every year, hey, book in June, book in June, book in June, June's excellent, Um, and so definitely keep that in mind, and again, less crowds, Uh, so that helps a ton. Excuse me. Um, that helps a ton for the fishing and just for the atmosphere out right down there, you know, just not a lot of people out, not a lot of boats, you know, obviously we see some wreck boaters and, you know, people play boat and having a good time, but, um, fishing can be great that time of year. And we can access a lot more of the river because of that, wa- that water is a little bit higher this year. It's probably going to drop pretty quick towards, you know, late June into July. We'll still see some good fishing in July. Um, but our days start to get a little bit shorter, just especially again, I know I keep saying it, but low snowpack, low water year. Um, so it's tougher because those water temps warm up so much that it's not really, uh, in our best interest to be fishing, you know, after two o'clock, uh, it just gets so hot. That water temp gets so hot. Those fish get lethargic and it's tough. Um, and it's just not fair to the fish. These are colleagues out there for me, at least, and a lot of other guides. And so we got to take care of that fishery. So, you know, into July and August, um, I tend to push the half days a lot more. Um, it's, it's a great option you know, do an early morning start, get off the water early, you know, have a great afternoon to go explore the town, go up to Crested Butte, um, take your time, you know, kind of relax. And so I urge clients this time of year to book multiple half day trips in a row. Um, Occasionally in the afternoons, you know, if we get a nice shower, hopefully we do, we get some uh, nice rain showers in the afternoons, especially into August, then we can get some good dry fly fishing in the evenings. And that can be decided as the trip comes up or the day of, especially if the people are up here for a couple of days, then, um, we can definitely decide if we can go out and do some evening fishes, um, and drink some cocktails, hang out, you know, hopefully get into some good dry fly action. I've, I had a couple of evenings last year that were excellent. They just turned out well. Um, uh, but, with low water that usually doesn't happen, um, especially into late July into early August, but it's going to fish about the same, you know, the dry dry fly action can be great. Hopper dropper, um, is a great alternative as well. I like to throw dries. Obviously I've talked about that on the podcast quite a bit, but, uh, it can, it can pick up and the dry fly fishing can still be good with good caddis hatches, PMDs, um, Occasionally, the PMDs, good bait is coming off, um, but as well, hopper dropper is a great alternative to that if we can't fish dries. So keep that in mind. Um, for July and August, those are definitely going to be busier months as well. Uh, July and August are usually the busiest months around here for float fishing and tourism. And so keep that in mind um, that it's going be it's going to be significantly busier than it has been, at least I believe um, which is great, you know, getting people out there, but again, you know, we got to take care of that fishery. So a lot of half day trips are in order. Um, and, uh, as we kind of progress through the months, we'll see what happens. Hopefully we get a bunch of rain cools down. Uh, that's what we're hoping for at least. And then coming into later in the year, you know, September, uh, that water, I'm expecting it to be pretty low. And so floating is pretty bony. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of times where I just kind of, push through certain water and get, get clients to areas that are going to be fishy. And so we'll pick up the rods a lot. We'll push through certain water on the boat, get to certain areas, start fishing it hard again. Um, but the, the it can provide great days as well, you know, a lot cooler in the year, um, for September. And so li- little less people on the water, um, especially people out hunting, you know, and, um, people are busy and getting back to school and everything. And so, um, September can be a great time of year, great colors, great fall colors, um, and cooler weather. Sometimes, you know, we've seen freezes in September. So we do a little bit later starts at times where it might be a 10 o'clock start. Um, that's just how it goes in, in those later months. Um, but we're going to see it fish. little bit tougher that time of year too. Again, with lower water, we're fishing a lot smaller patterns. We're nymphing deep runs. Um, We're not going to be finding those fish tucked into those shallows or tucked up against those banks as much. A lot of those fish are going to be congregated to certain areas. So that's why we kind of push through those bony areas, get through, start fishing, pick them up, push through, start fishing again. So um, it's a more relaxed trip, you know, a lot more downtime on the boat, but it's, it's a great time to be out there on the water and Uh, it it is a fun time for me at least. And we have kokanee salmon that move up this year, you know, um, a lot of salmon in the river and I, I, I don't fish them too much, but, um, you know, we'll get on them if we can, it's, it can be a lot of fun and we can target those salmon. Um, again, this forecast is, is up on my website. I kind of just did a blast through here just to shake the nerves off from not doing a podcast for a while. Um, but uh, check it out on my website, theguidedtrip.com. Just go to forecast. Um, you can also contact me from there, book a trip from there. Um, check out the options that we have available for those trips. But, um, you know, this year I I think spring is going to be king. Uh, it really is. And we're going to have to rely on that spring fishing. Um, and especially if you're diehard and you want to fish hard, then this is a great time to be up here. Uh, at, at least in the spring, March, April, end of May, June, those are great times to book. Um, so don't hesitate to, to think about that. I know everybody wants the nice weather and they want that hot sun out there beating down on them. Um, but sometimes, you know, we got to think about water conditions before we think about the weather and, and book our trips from there. So that's a big issue is just the water conditions this year. So that's how I'm planning on trying to at least book a lot of my trips this year is just with those water conditions um, and trying to book a little bit earlier this year and so we're not booking as many late in the year. It just, again, it gets tough. Um, but, yeah, um, shaking the nerves off on the podcast. Hopefully we can do some more podcasts in the future here, uh, get some of the guys back on. It's just been it's been a struggle trying to get everyone together. And, um, you know, everyone's got their own lives and are and focusing on, on other things right now. And um, just, for me at least, just trying to get my head straight and, uh, you know, make sure that I'm I'm ready to go again and uh you know get through this all this covid deals and everything that's going on but um planning on having a good fishing year again you know everyone needs to get out there and get get active um a lot of a lot of people have been cooped up so um get out there get fishing get after it and uh yeah hopefully hopefully this pod, podcast helped a little bit and again we're going to try and do some more in the future and get them all out there and get them going um so yeah, appreciate everyone for holding in there, and I know it's tough. And I, I, you know, not being on Instagram, I got on, and there's tons of messages and comments, and everybody going, "Where's the podcast? What happened?" You know, we need we need more, and I, I get it. Um, it was just a, a personal decision to kind of take a break for a little bit, but I'm gonna try to get back after it and try to keep everyone updated with what's going on. Um, hopefully, we can do some tying videos or anything. Um, that'll keep people interested in the podcast and the guided trip and um yeah again um thanks everybody for the support and uh sticking it out with me so hope you guys uh, enjoy this one and uh we'll try to do some more in the future so appreciate it